Go, go ahead. I, I wasn't recording yet. Go ahead, save it. That's my that's my cookie show intro. Did you know that? Have you ever watched one of my? You got it. I'm gonna find one. I'm gonna tag you on it now. Tag me. It's like cookie with Leah. The Leah Cookie Show. Yeah. I feel like I've heard it before. It sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> See? Are you being serious? No, I have no. I I oh, do okay. my little cookie okay. show. I do like a one minute cookie show, and that's how I started. Okay. Okay. We live on everything. Yeah. Yeah, what's what's the good. name of your podcast? In the sheets with Leah. Between oh, the sheets. <laughs> Between. The I don't even know. I don't even know what the name is. That's <laughs> an awesome intro. Yeah. <laughs> between the sheets. Between the sheets with Leah. Yep. All right. So in, is it in between or between the sheets? Between the sheets. Because <laughs> you said in, in the sheets first. In the time, sheets. In between the sheets. Them. Between the sheets. Between the sheets. Between. I was trying to get. I w- I asked him. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a, a sexy name. It's a. It's sexy. So you know, it, it kind of plays back into the boudoir suite, but um, also it's intimate. It's it's those intimate. You know, mm. how many people you let in between the sheets with you? Wow. It better not to be too many. Right. <laughs> well, talks no. about the the unspoken. Uh, things that we all think about all the time mm-hmm. you know and, just very uh, intimate things yeah, yeah. i like i like that idea because it, it does draw from not only the boudoir mm-hmm. but the intimacy of a podcast and the conversations that these can bring yes you know they are intimate conversations yes totally yeah i don't want to talk about what just people talk about on the daily i want to yeah. get real i want to get to the um just watch the weather you know what i'm saying yeah I'm trying to talk about the weather mm-hmm. yeah that, that's that's crazy. So just to kind of open it up, if it's fair. Yep. Like, I kind of want to um, dive into um, how these things manifested that we're in the building, like of your boudoir uh, suite, um, how manifestation has worked in your life mm-hmm. and kind of like the background of like the photography side. Because sure. I think that that's, you know, obviously it's your business, but it's something that um, I'm interested in, like the beginning phases. And, and just to segue real quick, we're just for everybody listening, we're talking about today is our, our topic manifestation and how it plays out in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and real quick, I think this, that's actually good that you interrupted. Like, let's introduce ourselves. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> who are you? Like, we just turned <laughs> on the do? podcast. Welcome to the podcast Between the Sheets <laughs> with podcast. Leah, yeah. with Leah, and, and today we got Dana the here. Hey, I'm a the, the podcast OG teaching us what to do. Yeah, right? <laughs> this, this is good. Yeah. So, so, Introduce yourself. It's fair. Let's go around the table. You start, Leah. Ladies first. Uh, My name is Leah, and I am the owner of Leah Flores Photography, and um, call myself an author, call myself a powerful manifester. Right. Um, Right. So, yeah. Are you writing a book or anything? I am. Me too. Are you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Go ahead, Chris. Chris. My name is Chris Brooks. Um, All around creative individual who loves to be a bullshitter. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) he's honest he's honest (laughs) hey i love him for that it's his honesty that's actually one of the things that i always tell him um is is he's so honest and we can be transparent with each other yes and i I value that can't Um, find that in too many people no and he he checks me a lot so like Mm -hmm. that puts me in balance because i can go off straight so i'm dana keith father filmmaker creator owner of dana keith film um videographer podcaster 
Um, I do like to say I'm an author and speaker as well because I do believe that's going to come true. I'm mm-hmm. writing my ebook and I'm working on a um, a big book as well. Big book's not going to come out for a while. It just tells too much of my life. Mm-hmm. I want to be somewhere before I release that. Yeah. I don't want my story to be the reason why I'm successful. So I have an ebook coming out, um, which is more about like the business side of me, the yeah. entrepreneur side, like some of the things that I've been through, kind of tell that story and just kind of open up. So I am working on a book. So Love it. Um, but yeah, speaker, podcast, that type of stuff. But videographer, owner, business creator. I'm also a photographer and I I'm, do video. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a photographer. <laughs> I'm really into tech. <laughs> no, it's funny oh. because like when, when we start talking about like our titles, like mm-hmm. I think that that is a conversation. Like, um, Oh, that's a whole nother conversation itself, boy. Just yeah. the, what we call what we call ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, um, the, and then the idea of being a professional, mm-hmm. like, like those are those are always like funny to me. Like when people see all my equipment, they see all the things I do. And granted, I treat it like a professional, um, you know, trait or mm-hmm. skill. But sometimes I don't think I'm a professional. Like sometimes yeah, if, I'm like, if, if they knew, yo, just, I'm on the journey. Just the many, the many shit stories out. that me and you have just just of that is, you know, coming in just not knowing shit, not thinking right. about anything. And everybody sees these two guys with all this equipment. Right. Like, Have it all figured these out. These guys got it going on. These hey, guys know Well, sometimes up. that's all that matters is that the people that you're dealing with, it, they're like, oh, okay, exactly. they got it together. And inside you're like, oh, shit. No, <laughs> it's real. It's real. But it's, then after time and time and time and time yeah. and time, then it just, that is what it is. And, right. You, you do know, become that. Those shoes are what you wear. Mm-hmm. You manifest it. Exactly. Correct. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So kind of going back to our original question, let's kind of start in, and this probably be really valuable for your listeners, um, for your podcast, um, between the sheets with Leah, Mm -hmm. um, give us an idea of how you started photography, like the early beginning stages, what you got, got you into it and kind of talk about manifesting this dream that you're now into being your home, you know, the office and boudoir suite all within, you know, the confines of your home. Okay. You know, when I think way back, if I take you way back, the very first, I don't want to say the first, yeah. but the realization of when I started to manifest things was when I said I wanted to become a photographer early, early, early on. Didn't think about it 10, 15, 20 years later, you know, um, started picking up uh, the camera and, and and playing around with it and whatnot. Um, I told Chris earlier that um, I was watching SpongeBob with my kids. Mm-hmm. This sounds funny. I was watching the show SpongeBob. You know, they're little. You sit down. You watch things that they're watching. There was yeah. a there was actually an episode where he says imagination, and he does this whole thing above his head, and the words come up, and I remember it sticking with me, and I was like, wow, you know, there's so much power in imagination. And I wow. used to play pretend a lot when I was a kid. I I could think of extravagant scenes and sets, and I I would draw people into them and let's play this and let's do that and pretend this happens. And wow. I believe that, um, and, and just reading it today was confirmation. I was reading yeah. a book by Wayne Dyer, uh, the power of intention. And he talks about how imagination is the biggest part of manifestation that you can have. And so knowing that, uh, I was a big, you know, I, I love to play imagination. I played pretend is when I began my manifestation journey without even knowing it, right. you know, right. I didn't realize that until you get grown. <laughs> right. Um, so I started doing photography and I, again, I, I manifestation, I'll, I'll be honest with you, was almost like an evil thing to me. I grew up Catholic. I grew up right. with rules and spiritual. regulations. Yes. Yeah. Well, not even spiritual. See, because I, I believe that I'm spiritual now. I believe I was religion based then. Mm. And 
whole I, other topic for it's a whole <laughs> other topic yes yes that's, but, but talk about the difference between that because there's a thin line oh yeah i mean i just believe that growing up in the catholic and i'm not putting anybody that's catholic down I'm yeah, just, yeah we're just i grew up catholic discussion. yep and i the rules and regulations stand up sit down pray this prayer it was just very um it there were all kinds of things you had to do and i grew up thinking god was mad at me you know for, wow. for every little thing god was mad at me and I had to retrain my brain when I actually get into spiritual, you know, the, the spiritual side of, of things. I had to retrain my mind and the way that I thought that God wasn't mad at me, that I, you know, I'm totally part of the opposite. creation. Yes, that, that he loves me and, and more so than I can even fathom. So that's, 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 that's powerful in itself. So I, I got, but in, in the Catholic, um, you know, religion, you learn rules and regulations and you can't do this and you can't do that. And they're very rigid, very, right. very rigid. And I thought of manifestation as being witchcraft and being, you know, well, you're not in control and, and you're, you don't have any power over your own life. And, and you, you can't speak things into existence, which now that I know that I know is all right. false. Right. And you there know? ain't no going back either once you know that. Oh, no, I mean, there's not. Once you receive an enlightenment or you woo. just, you receive that, there is no going back because you just know that you know. Right. You know. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know. It's, it's just embedded in, in your core. And yeah. uh, that's that's a cool feeling to have mm -hmm. that feeling, to know that that first time you, you're like, whoa, shit. I had it all wrong. Real, I had it know? all wrong. I mean, and to be able to say that, I had it all wrong. Right. right. You know. Uh, so as far as the progression of photography continued on, I knew that I wanted to do something bigger. I knew I wanted to do something better. And so I started to draw. I just, and not that I'm a big drawer, but I just started to draw out. I, I learned about a vision board very early on, you know, that you, you should write down what it is that you're thinking or clip out pictures or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. you, whatever, the, whatever your best way to manifest. I just heard Oprah Winfrey just recently say that she doesn't even do that anymore because she's such a powerful manifester that she doesn't even have vision boards anymore. She says, I don't it's even need them. It's within her. Yeah, it's yeah. within her. Because the vision board is just a reminder. Yes. But keep going. Yes. And uh, yes, yes. So I started to draw out as I got busier and busier. And, and, and the whole reason why is I, I found a love for boudoir. I found a love for one-on-one -on -one with women. One-on-one uh, -on -one in general, because I love high school seniors. I still love headshots, corporate headshots, but I love the one-on-one -on -one relationship as opposed to the weddings and and the multitude of people. I just I connect better with people one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Uh, so I began to to know that I wanted to do just one-on-one -on -one things, and I was inviting women into my my home. So my studio started out in the basement mm -hmm. of my house. And I had a backdrop. It was probably a black sheet, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, a yeah. black sheet with wrinkles in it. And uh, so good on camera flash on camera flash. Yep. On camera flash. <laughs> yeah. And just you, using my own furniture, kicking everybody out of my house. My kids, my, you know, the dogs couldn't be out. Everything had to smell good. I was trying to give an appearance of professionalism, but it was difficult. Yeah. But I was doing the best that I could for with what I had. That's for sure. And it was working because women started to trust me and they started to uh, tell their friends. They started to tell their friends. They started to refer me. And I was like, okay, something's working here. Right. Uh, and so going forward, I knew that the space wasn't going to work for too long though. You know, I wanted to upscale the level of profession, you know, the professionalism behind it. And so I started to draw out 
what I wanted and, and just ideas. First and foremost, it was just ideas. Yeah. But you're putting it on paper. Yes. But I was writing it down. Yes. I was Which writing is it a down. key. Important key. It's important for people to know that. Especially going back to the whole Oprah thing. When you begin, you have to, it's yes, almost like you, you need go through to those stages. Yes. It, yep. you, mm, there, there is something called the Torah. Uh, I think that's the way that you pronounce it. And, and it's just an enlightenment that you receive all of a sudden like that, like the lights go off. Yeah. And I believe that manifestation plays a lot into that. And so some people receive that like overnight. Mm. So I, I would say I just, just to kind of clarify, I don't believe that. I believe that some people have a, a very, very, very strong gift of manifestation, enlightenment, just kind of all in one. The majority don't. Right. You know, so um, get that pen and paper. Yes. Yeah. So get that pen and paper out. I started, I started to write down things. I started to draw things out and it started to unfold. Yeah. I didn't really worry about the how at that point. Yes. That's, that's, that is key. Yeah. Focusing on the what. Yes. And, the end result. And so yes. back to imagination and what Wayne Dyer says is the reason why imagination is so powerful in manifestation is because you're looking at the end result. Yes. So when you imagine something, you're imagining it in full in full form. He says that if you stay in the, you know, if you stay within it and keep talking about the things that you want, well then you stay in the, I want, right. You don't actually ever receive because you're not looking at the end. You're just, I want stay this. I want ego. this. I want that. The whole ego. That's, that's another, that's another topic, <laughs> yeah. which I would love to talk about at some point is the ego and uh, the flesh is another word for it. Yeah. Biblically, you know, yes. and understanding those two. I got lots of experience how they go that. together. Yes, definitely right. how they come together. So started to draw things out and, and the how started to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't even specifically tell you the people that started to come into my life or the, the instances or the things that started. I, I don't, I, I can't tell you the how. I just right. know that it works. Right. So the, I always, the, there's this thing that you kind of touched on was, is you don't focus on the how, you focus on the what and the why. So tell me your why. I put you on a spot. Yeah, Sorry. No, 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 no. You did. And, and, and I guess um, there's so many different whys. There was a different why when I started photography. There's a different why now. Mm, um, I like that. And I like that answer because there's progression in you 100%. that would change the why it would evolve. Yes. And, and if it if it doesn't, I mean, then you're, you're not, not doing growing. something right. right. Yes. You know yes. I mean? One of you're stuck. Yeah. No, 100 percent. Be done. One of my favorite quotes says, never be the expert, always be the beginner. And I think if you can come from that perspective in anything that you do, that you can always receive and always learn, then you can always conquer and, and continue to, you know, just be. I like that. Uh, right, you, right. you can continue to learn, mm -hmm. you know, and that, that you can't teach people that you can't, the, the unteachable. I, I'd say that those are the hardest personalities to to teach are the, the ones that know everything. Yeah. Cause know? they, they, they just think that nobody can provide me any value with anything. Cause I already know everything. And you know, why do so, I even need to listen? So there was something that you said to me or in the conversation when you were describing like the process of manifesting where we're at now, mm -hmm. just to give people perspective, like we're in her dream suite. <laughs> now, now you said something that struck me heart in, in my heart was you felt like God was always mad at you. Mm explain how you grew from that point to then see the other side. I think that's a continuous process as well. There's things that I believe can be etched. And what helps? What, what are you doing that helps in that process? I, 
I, I'm around other individuals who um, inspire me, who can build me up, who can speak to me, encourage me. I read lots of lots of books. I continuously remind myself with um, either, you know, music or inspirational music or I get on YouTube every morning. I shouldn't say every morning. That would be a lie. But the majority of mornings I'll, I'll throw something on, uh, whether it just says inspirational quotes and I believe that those things talk to you. When, and oh, so, yeah. so it just, it, it goes back to manifestation, right? Yes. When you ask for something, you should receive it. Steve Harvey said it, but Jesus said it first. Right. Was that you don't have because you don't ask. Well, that's, right. that's, that's true. That's biblical. He says, you do not have because you do not ask. Right. So we need to be very, uh, we need to be very intentional about. Intentional. I love that word. Yes. What we ask for and yeah. what we're. And was, asking intentional about asking first yes and then what we're asking is and important then detail. you go to the deeper scale of that is get specific because mm. you can ask for things and it may not come to you the way that you thought it was going to come to you and then you're right. like wait like but in the end you're like wait but i asked for that not right. that way but right yeah you received sure something did. yes sure and did. i i've gone through that Thanks. you know I've, and I, I question many things that i've asked for in the way that they've come but but hey that's that's an example too of, of just the whole thing working and, yes. and just, you know, having that further realization that, you know, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm doing something right. I realize now, so, so, so with, with the whole God thing, you know, when you say that, that for me is still a continuous process. I, well, you have a learned environment, right? That you grow up at things that you just learned yeah. that were in, you know, they just are instilled into you at some point. And those are, um, I, maybe you call it a par paradigm paradigm and paradigm shift those things you have to shift from Bob you Proctor. have to relearn exactly you have to relearn so many things that you you took in to deprogram and yet sometimes those things still will come back up and they'll surface right for you at any point of your life and so i still have moments of oh gosh you know god is he's upset with me right now am i doing this right and, really? and i have to oh yeah wow I, that's know. powerful yes I have to check myself. I have to remind myself that he's not mad, that yeah. the majority of the time when we don't feel either the presence of God in our life, that he's still in the background, but he's just waiting for the 100%. invitation to come and sit back down. Right. You know, so right. um, manifestation in, in that piece, biblically, that's a whole nother topic again for me, because uh, th this portion is important to really, I, I believe, to explain just kind of where, where I'm coming from, how it began, how it right. started, yeah. because I've gone into a deeper level of understanding biblically where Jesus was speaking to us about manifestation and to his disciples and to the people saying, you guys can do this too. Yeah. But most people that read the word, they don't, there's not a full understanding of it. There's just, it, it's a very, there's such a deep level of understanding in the word with manifestation. Yeah. And so- yeah. I know Christians right now that still think manifestation or speaking things out is evil. Is, is witchcraft. Yeah, is, is evil. And God said the same spirit mm. that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells within you. Right. So you have that power. A hundred percent. That he left you. He says, I left you somebody. I left you uh, somebody in your life to be able to do this. That's that spirit. So you talk about spirit based like that. It's, yeah. <laughs> so it goes deep. It no, goes this deep is for good. me. This is a great podcast. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Are you killing me? It goes deep for me. I mean, manifestation does. So I, I taking it back. Let me let me just kind of roll back here a little bit. Uh, Drawing things out was, was, was big for me. And again, I did not realize it yet. I, yeah. I didn't have a big knowledge of manifestation at that right. point. Yeah. You're I just, not, you're not clearly intentional yet. Correct. I just yeah. knew I was doing something. And yeah. then for some reason or another, things just started to work. Yeah. 
how, you know, the doors those, started to those, open. Those patterns you started recognizing. Yes, people started to come into my life, you know, so I just, that, that I started to realize. So fast forward to 2015, I built a studio in the back of my then home. Right. And I used so that, that studio. So that was 2015. 2015. 2016, okay. it was... I, I hope that's right. Uh, I want to say 2016, it was done. Ballpark. Uh, so we started it. Yeah, ballpark. Yeah. And five years ago, mm-hmm. just put it in perspective. Yeah, five years oh, ago. Okay. Yes. So started doing shoots in there and it just continued to pick up business, continued to pick up. Then there was a different level, I think a different scale of, um, of what I was doing that picked up there. I used the studio as long as I possibly could in the sense that it started getting bigger and bigger. And I wanted to, again, raise that level of just, I wanted to raise off of what, what you could offer the value, the whole thing, the vibe, everything I just experienced. Yes. So, so then, you know, they're, they're coming to my backyard. They're opening up a gate. You imagine women getting ready for a boudoir session in general, the anticipation, you guys have learned a little bit about that, just kind of being behind the scenes of what I do, yeah, totally. but the anticipation, the anxiety, the nerves, right? Yeah. Of just oh, coming. Totally, totally. So, so imagine this, some women don't even show up to, to see me in a consult. They don't even meet me. They just look me up online website, come to the door. Well, then they pull up and they're pulling up to a house. Right. And then not only that, I tell them to go to my backyard. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> right? I've never put this all together in that fashion. Yes. Because I saw that all as positive. Okay. Like that whole experience, <laughs> yeah. like your backyard, come on through, <laughs> like the whole walking, like Leah's boudoir. Like I thought that was like super cool. I didn't think about it from a woman's, I'm a man. So I, I didn't think about it from a woman's perspective going to somewhere that she doesn't know i thought it was like super dope like oh this right. is cool you don't have you know. evil thoughts which is good but and not to say that i do but i watch too damn much 48 hours and i watch too much you know all of these shows that i'm like these girls don't even know me like they they don't even know if i'm some kind of crazy killer in the back here like come to the backyard open up the door come in Oh, just so that's tr- so funny. And they, yeah. then they wake yes. up in a tarp. I'm telling oh you, right? God, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but it is it is probably what they what they think. I mean, they they think worst case scenario. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in the state well, of fear. Well, some do and some don't. That's one thing I've learned about at least you know some of the women in my life. They always think worst case scenario. And they well, and I that. think that's good. You know, being prepared. But some women don't, and that surprises me how many women don't. Really, really, they'll just show up, and I'm like, girl, I could have been a mass murderer back here, yeah. and you just walked into and like my little, my little <laughs> trap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you know, so so some women actually they they I will I will say this that some women they'll bring their you know significant other. They wait outside, make sure that they're cool. They send a message like, no, everything's good. Right. Uh, some I, I think I, I I believe that I had a woman that comes strapped up, and she let me know like yeah, hey i, I, I gotta strap say, just let you know you and i'm like no nobody, no, no i get it like that's fine you know, you know i get it but um anyhow so yeah go, take us back go ahead finish so, the story. so going back to that you know even though i was upping the the, the 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 level of professionalism by building an additional space and by building something that wasn't inside of you know directly inside of my home yeah. i then was like okay this is still kind of like there's not a bathroom in the studio i couldn't i couldn't afford to do the bathroom at that time it was right. an additional five g's or something like that and i had a budget in mind i'm very good with my budget by the way i'm very good with um my finances <laughs> so <laughs> i stick to the i stick to the plan um and so there was no bathroom in there they still had to come inside of my home to use the restroom and so there's still that mix of 
yeah. you know, having to make sure everything's good and clean yes. and, and have that presentation in your personal yes, and then still And I'm an artist. You know what that's like, Chris. Oh, I'm an artist. And so, so I'm all over the place. Yeah. You yeah. know, you come into my house and my dog, it's not always clean and, and fancy. And there's, 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 there's the dogs are out. I have four dogs, <laughs> by the way, I have four dogs. I have three kids, boys, all boys. So that in itself is very difficult because, um, they're messy. They're messy kids. And so bringing people, yes, when they still have to come back into the house and, and then you, you're still showing them such a intimate part of your life but if you don't have it all together they see that yeah it, and you know my kitchen might be not clean there might be dishes that's just not professional yeah you know so i i still knew that once we were there and it was serving its purpose that there was something bigger that i, I wanted to do again right and and so i began to draw again mm. mm-hmm. and then keep going so then is that when you draw this place yeah yeah, I began. And to, how long ago was that? Give us perspective. Uh, so 2017. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, 2017 was kind of the idea, and and and, and that's kind of where it just it happened. I re- I can actually remember that. So when you ask about specifics, yeah. I remember at my old home you could you could see property in the back. There was private property that was in the back, and I remember the girl that was with me and the makeup artist that was with me, and I remember looking out the window. And we were talking about uh, a wedding venue. We were talking about land. We were talking about, you know, a bunch of things of that nature. And I, and I said it. I said it would be so nice to own some land and just to have some space that you could kind of do whatever you want. And, and she then said it was like, oh, my gosh, that would be so amazing. You could do a wedding venue. You could do you could have your studio indoor, outdoor. And I don't know if that's the moment that did it, but I know that I spoke it. Yeah. And, and then there was that affirmation from them as well. Yeah. Encouragement in, in some form. And I went ahead and began to start drawing and I drew a house. I was like, okay, gosh, it would be so nice. And I remember even being little, not little, I shouldn't even say, I should say probably my young adult years, seeing people building homes and thinking at that point that that was such a wonderful thing, but that when that was never for me, like I was wow. never going to have that. Yeah. And I look back at those words and how powerful they were then, but it took that shift mm-hmm. to realize that, no, 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 I, I can have whatever I want. Yeah. I can that have whatever so. I want. Because I, th- I think it's extremely important to note that, and, and this might be just my opinion, but I think it's pretty much a fact that manifestation works both ways. Mm. Yep. And that's something we got to keep in mind. That's, thoughts that's, that's do not huge. discriminate. Yeah, it is. And, and, and that and that manifestation, those thoughts, they're going to work their way into your life, into reality, One way or the you, other. whether you acknowledge them being real or not. That's right. I mean, it's just going to happen. And, you know, the guy who always says he's sick, what happens? He's always sick. Absolutely. Wonder why. Absolutely. You know, it's, it is powerful. So I, I just wanted to notate that, you know, I know I'm so listeners. glad you did, because no, that's true. In boudoir, again, talking about what I do, the the we women are so very hard on ourselves. The things that we say to ourselves, the, the, the negative Crazy. comments, the, yeah. the criticism. And I don't know how it is for men. I know some men will open up to me and say that they have, you know, that they have, inse- I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm basically speaking from my own husband that, you know, he opens up a platform for me to, to know how he's feeling mm-hmm. because women are different creatures. I, I just, you know, we are very, very different than men, but I've also heard men come down on themselves. You know, I've yeah, heard them say very true. negative things. And maybe, I don't know if you guys are as vocal about it or not. I, d- I don't know. You know, um, that's a good question, Chris. You could take it. 
<laughs> so, I, I mean, my, myself, I think it's probably a mix of not being vocal um, and also just not thinking about that. Like, something about me is I've always kind of grown up I mean, I came, mom and dad still together, you know, they're still married. Um, so I came from the, a family life. I have two younger sisters and, and that whole mix of things. I was the oldest, so I was always, you know, the number one. I was the first grandchild ever. So I've always had this, uh, you're the best, you're number one kind of complex about me. Mm -hmm. So that, I think, has kind of made me not be so hard on myself. That's just good. from being raised in that kind of light. Um, but, you know, I've, I've there's been times in my life where I have definitely been my own worst critic and, and have uh, been way harder on myself than anybody I know ever would have been. And, you know, that's okay. That's acceptable. But it's not. You know what I mean? It's like I, I have, a, I have a, a roommate who talks all this all this bad shit all the time. And I'm just like, hey, would you talk to me like that? Mm. Would you ever talk to me like mm. that? Or or your best friend there or, you know, your, your, your relative or whatever? Mm -hmm. You know, and she's like, no, no, definitely. Heck no, I wouldn't do that. It's like, then why the hell are you talking about yourself like that? Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, so it just ties again. That's manifesting thought and that's manifesting the way you perceive yourself. Yes. I mean, it, there's so many different levels in, in how it how it can be a huge piece of everything but at the same time just a small like it's this, section i mean this it's, piece it's is important in it's so important i'm so glad you brought it up it's so important because people again they don't even realize that they're manifesting things when they're speaking things they, do, they don't realize it and they're speaking negative they're things speaking it into you their know life so without even knowing i i say that all the time that your thoughts don't discriminate they what don't. you speak out is what you're going to receive in one form, fashion, Whether or another. Whether you speak it, even if you think it, you have that internal dialogue with yourself. I mean, that's yes. powerful enough for manifestation to happen. Yeah. Right. And then just to kind of touch on the question, because I think that, you know, for me, obviously reflecting as a man, I do have my own insecurities and things like that. And men just don't talk about it as mm -hmm. much. I think that's something like if I go hang out with Chris, I'm not going to talk to him about, oh, <laughs> you think I look bad in this? Like, we don't yeah. think like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think it's the conversations. Um, we, 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 I think we more just kind of give each other shit and, you know, kind of give each other a hard time about that kind of stuff. Jokingly serious, but, you know, kind of just make it more fun. I, at least I, I know I, I use laughter a lot for, for a lot of different things mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, probably something like that. But there is something something there in regards to, like, the vulnerability that women have and how they speak sure. about it. Sure. But then I think that it might work reverse yes. in the sense because they do talk about their negative versus their positives um, more often. So here's, sure. I guess here would be a question for you. So that you say that you don't speak those things out when you guys are around. Are you saying you shoot the shit together or, you know, maybe joke about it? Yeah. What do you tell yourself in the privacy of your home? Well, in, in my mirror, like, for example, I have eight messages to myself. Mm -hmm. And these messages are, I am powerful. Yes. You know, I am, I am better than who I was. You know, I am great. How did you like learn that. that, though? You know, when, when at that point did you know that this was powerful to do? Because there was a point probably in your life that you didn't know to speak those things or you realized that what you were speaking yeah. wasn't working. Yeah. I, I, and, and I think it's a great question because, um, you know, in, in terms of when when did I know? I think I think my whole life changed right around when I started doing music videos I had a very spiritual, probably like way too long form that, for this, but <clears throat> I had a time where like, like I felt my energy touch the sun. Mm. Like, and I think that that's when I realized um, 
that I was powerful, that I am a part of the full universe, that yes. I am capable. I am, you know, I am love and I am evil because I think that that's kind of what I've been exploring like in the last year is psychologically like we are capable of evil, mm-hmm. you know, within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, so kind of bringing it back to like how men, you know, interact, like we're not going to we're not going to talk about these vulnerabilities to each other mm-hmm. as a typical conversation. Right. Like, I think those are the, the more between the sheets moments, like oh, in regards to like, um, you know, like I am not going to lie. Like there's a few times like I've cried to Chris, like, yo, I'm going through this, 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 like I'm just spewing out my emotions, but I don't think that it's like, I'm spewing out the negative insecurities about myself mm-hmm. i don't think mm-hmm. that at that time that we're doing that yeah yeah no i mean i don't think in thinking on that i don't really think you've you've mentioned much of anything like that to me or, or vice versa it just it just doesn't come up i mean it's it's for me it's not something that's on my mind enough to bring up to think about to talk to somebody about like right it's not in it's not a running theme in my thoughts of oh my god i look this way i look that way like when i wake up in the morning and i, I or look i'm not okay so let's not so then let's bring it back to this because i'm just curious it. because i mean you guys are bringing up a lot of good things for me to understand even just men in a different perspective so women come from an area of oh I, I don't like this about me oh this is yucky oh i you know i i need to lose weight Yes. Let's talk about real life stuff then. What do yes. you guys tell yourself about success? What do you tell yourself about where you're at specific in your life? You know, because if it doesn't have to do with body, body. image maybe and that's the maybe thing. Maybe it's a career thing. Yes. Like, cause, cause this is good. This is, that's a very good point because we do talk about in a sense of like successful within our business or mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not this or I'm not there yet. Like, for example, I'll give you a good example with the cameras. Like, I always think, like, I'm not to that next level of film and videography because I don't okay, have that Okay, so that's that, that inner dialogue. Level. Yes. That's that inner dialogue. Yes. That's what I was, that's what I guess I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, so to get at too. So we have it, is, but it's not about, it's not a feel. Yeah, it's not a self, it's not a body image thing. So, right. so we're taking it back. We, what we hear women talk about the most is how they look what they don't like, yeah. you know, about their body and things like that, where men might come from an area of success and right. where am I yeah. at in my life? I'm yeah, supposed like, to be at yeah, this specific you know, point. Like, yeah, I should, I, I should be here, you know, but mm-hmm. I've done so Finance, many this and that. And, success. You know, right. I've fucked off my 20s, so, so now and here that, I am. You that know, that equally like that. being as important, the as inner important. dialogue. Yes. 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 It's the same. Yes. No matter if the, the subject is different. Yes. The... the um, what am I trying to say? Yeah, no, it's exactly the same thing. That's that. The the context may be different, but the the general theme of of what we do is is similar. You're you're speaking it, thinking yeah, it. You your your thoughts don't discriminate. Yes, you're just taking it back to it, good yes. or bad. And so if, if your inner dialogue is saying, "Oh, I'm not here yet," or "Oh, I'm not, I don't um, have this," well, then you don't. Right. You know. Right. As opposed to speaking, here That's we go. This so is good. What, Manifestation this is what I want. podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny about this whole thing. Again, just just taking this back was yeah. Chris is, you know, he's the creative of, uh, of what we're doing right now, kind of behind the, behind the scene things. And I kept asking him, well, what, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And and just this morning, he says, I think we're going to talk about manifestation. Yeah. And I was reading the Wayne book, Dyer. Wayne Dyer, and yeah. the specific chapter was on manifestation. But even more so, I know that everybody that is in my life right now is manifested some way somehow yeah in vice versa there was something that each one of us needed this is crazy that we're here in this very room because of it 
I, I don't question that a whole lot anymore. And I know that it's above and beyond business for the most part that if, if I've come into contact with it, the, the guy that built the house, Brian, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like he's, he's, he's a hard ass. He's such like a pain in my ass sometimes. But when I wanted to build this house, I didn't know how. I didn't know, you know, how that was all going to happen. And it just happened. And he was the right man for the job. He made all of what I wanted come about. And it happened. So so bringing it back one more time, bringing it back to drawing this area out, drawing the house out, and knowing that the studio was the most important it's, I guess saying that just made it real right now, but um, <laughs> well, it was, it's a very important variable within it's such a, yes, yeah. a, a huge variable in what I do, which came out amazing. I have to yeah, say. And just to, cause, cause I didn't think about this um, prior till today, which mm-hmm. is, I know we had spoke briefly about like your office, yeah, but the office is, is, is a different experience because they don't have to walk through your home. Correct. Yep. And then even I think what I connected today is they don't have to walk through your backyard. Yes. Like it's right here. It's just upstairs and this is it. Upfront right parking. up the long, yeah, right up the long dirt road, come into the studio straight in. There's a bathroom here that they can you use even now. You got signs, studio, yes. office. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right off of the main street, which is nice. And so even though it's not a commercial property, right. it's, it's, it's and it's find. still my home. It really right. is still my home. 100%. I, I think I've stayed true to that aspect of it. And I never had a desire to go out and do something commercial or get a commercial space because there was so much more intimacy yeah. in bringing them into my special space, yeah. which is my home. Right. So that aspect of me, I, there just was never, there was never like, oh, I, I realized that there was not a need for a commercial space, that there was not a need for a commercial, that being that really, really like, oh, this is going to be even more professional if you're coming and driving up 26th Street or 27th Street up in Manitou to have this. No, it wasn't important. Right. They'll come to you. If you're if you're providing a service that they want, they're going to come to you no matter where you're you at, right. for sure. Yep. So I, I I love I love all of it. I, I, I now know and I realize now how all of this. So then so learning, growing, reading books, you know, being built up by others, manifesting certain people into my life that were going to help me along this journey. I have come to a spot to know that I have to be very careful with anything that I say. Mm -hmm. I have to be very careful with the thoughts that I think and how long I, I dwell on those thoughts Yeah, because you know, somebody said, uh, when you worry, it's just like, prayers except for you're asking for things you don't want yeah that's strong that's powerful and i was like wow that 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 clicked with me because why does the word say don't worry because it's not good for you why does it say think about everything pure lovey you know beautiful that's that's what it says it says think about these things right it gives you direction literally yes gives you direction here's the things that you should think about right and so I, I still do it. You know, I, yeah. I still get an ego. We talk about yeah, ego. I still get do. into my we ego. I still get my, my feelings hurt about things and whatnot. Yeah. And I have to remind myself. But I believe that when you grow and, and you learn these things, that you have a bigger uh, tool chest, per se, to pull from. Yeah. That's totally. powerful. Totally. What you got, Chris? Just soaking it up at the moment, man. No, I, I think I think that that's, that is powerful. You know, especially the... Um, the point of <clears throat> manifestation um, in your true life. Yes. Being able to reflect on it. Like, it's not hypothetical. Mm-mm. No, you if somebody told me that it, manifestation wasn't real, then they just have never, like, 
understood that they're actually manifesting those things. So even saying that manifestation is not real, then you stop the power from working. Right. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's that in itself. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That you're like, Oh, I, and I've heard people all the time. I, I'll, I'll just say that there was a conversation that I had with a gal who I know is very, very against the, the about the words that we speak. And it comes from a very Christian based, you know, yeah. learned environment. Great. Um, and I sat with her and she told me about how she goes into a restaurant and how they always get her order wrong. They always mess it up. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, okay. So this then the waiter why. comes out and something happens and I'm like, okay, well, you're, do you not see that at work? Yeah. But they don't get it. They don't. They don't. It they doesn't don't. make sense and they don't get it. So, right. but they're doing it in yeah. reverse. Which right. Is exactly right. what you're it, talking about. Yeah. So that's, that's the people that say, I always have bad luck. Yes. Or, you know, it's just not, not working out. And, yes. and what they're saying is coming true and i think that's a valuable point is that what you're saying is manifesting into your life positive yes. or negative yeah yeah so like you have to be very cautious so i have a question tell sure. me tell me what helps you um obviously you know we do stray into like the negative or the ego and i think you know um god tells us to focus on a positive but it's very easy to look to the negative yeah so what helps you um on your own journey I have a go-to person, first and foremost, I think, you know, in, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationship, whether it's in friendship, that you have somebody that you trust and know will give you some type of encouragement or they're going to build you up. And I'm not just talking about a feel-good message. I don't need somebody just to tell me, I'm way far past that. I don't need somebody just to tell me, oh, girl, you got this or you got, you know what I mean? That's yeah. just kind of like, I need the, I need the umph of let's find out why you're still feeling like this. Let's bring it back. And, and, and I love reflecting. That's just something that I think that I'm gifted at as far as taking it back to the little girl in me, because I believe that so much of those things that happen are the little girl in me from where kids. Yes. So something yeah. happened yeah. and I love to pull from that because that's where it all stems from is yeah. that person that learned something at some point in their life and took it. And then I, I had a girlfriend of mine say, that I was like a little, she says, I can see you like a little girl that when you get upset, you take your ball back and you don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so true. I, when people pissed me off in my life, I was like, done, yeah, cut off, you're out. Like, it was just so easy for me to cut people off. And she said, that's that little girl and you for whoever that is. And you need to figure that out that she's like, nope, done. I don't, you know, I'm taking my ball back. I don't want to play. Yeah. And mm. I had to figure that that's out. Interesting. So, so figuring out having somebody to help you figure that out, having something that you can go to, whether it's through media, everybody has different forms of encouragement. Mine happen to be people, things that I read, things that I hear. I, you know, yeah. the, you take it back to what the word says. It says that faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. So I believe that hearing things is very important. And, and also in the same aspect, talking about those things too, working in reverse. If you're around a negative Nancy all the time, if you're around you're negative people it, and they're, they're saying that, yeah, you're, you're soaking all that stuff in too. Right. That's feeding you. It, and that can be detrimental to your business, your walk, your relationships and whatnot. I did an exercise with a girl, a uh, couple of girls one time. Uh, you may have heard about this because it was. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, so what the exercise was, was I told them, I want you to begin to picture who you want to be in your life. Like, I really want you to first think about it. And I said, not just that. Now I want you to go out and for the next week, I want you to live it. I want you to pretend. I want you to play pretend. 
I want you to imagine. I said, so I want to hear about your day. I want you to text me and tell me what state you're in, what you're doing in that state. I want you to tell me if you bought a car. I want you to tell me if you're on vacation. And I literally had them do this exercise with me. So I'm getting text messages from these girls like, hey, girl. Funny text messages. I'm I'm, I'm going, I'm speaking at an event in Florida. You know, just wish me luck. There's about, you know, 3,000 people right now. And I'm like, dope. Like, you know, I I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to watch it. And, and then somebody else sent me a message, girl, I just bought me like a, you know, I just bought me the, the newest like Range Rover right now. And yeah. like, you know, I'm about to go put gas and it helped them to begin to visualize. To see themselves. Yes. God. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. Cause when you're telling me that and she's like saying that I'm about to go <laughs> speak, like I'm sitting here laughing, like what? they feel like they're about to go speak, even though it's pretend. Yeah. Yes, like yes. Th- there's it's value crazy. in that. There's yeah. so, it's beyond valuable. If you begin to start walking and talking in the part that you want to be, you'll become it. Yeah. You'll become it. That's, uh, that is powerful. That's I, a great tip. Yes. I, a- I just think if I look at my life now, if I, if I sit back, I, first and foremost, I feel so abundantly blessed. I, I, but I also look around and, and, at things. I, I, I think for the longest time when this house was being built, I came here and I felt this sense of just wanting to be here so bad. And it was piece by piece, you know, this, this went up, it was the foundation, then it was the wood and then it was the roof and then it was the everything. And I, I just wanted to be here every single time to, to see it because I knew that those were my thoughts in action. Yeah. You know? Wow. So. That's, that's a powerful message. And I, I think that that literally was manifestation plus the background of how you started. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk a little bit more about your business. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I think you, you had mentioned like the intimacy is what you like. Yes. But what is it about the boudoir or the, I don't know. Boudoir. 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 I'm going to say boudoir. 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 It's a French boudoir. word. It means bedroom. Okay. So the boudoir. Tell yeah. me um, what what attracts you to boudoir? So why? Like, when I was starting in photography, I shot everything. I shot babies. I shot families. I shot weddings. I shot anything I could get my camera on. I, yeah. I photographed it because I wanted as much experience as possible. And I, I think I had told you the story at one point, I, I, even to the point where I was charging. I didn't know what to charge. Nobody does, right? When they start business is, <laughs> right. is what do I charge? And, and, and so we oh, go and man. look at what somebody else is charging and right. just try to throw a number out there. Right. And I $80. was charging. Yeah, yeah. And no, that was really $75. <laughs> so it was a maternity session, I remember. And I, I asked the guy, he says, yeah, well, my wife is pregnant and I, you should take her pictures. Oh my God. Yeah, I would love to. And well, how much are you going to charge? Well, I'll give you all of your images on a disc and I'll go to you and, 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 and I'll do the session and I'll spend three hours there for $75. And he said, yes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm making money. <laughs> I, I have arrived. Like, yeah, I have arrived. Like I am making so much and I was so happy about it. And I, I, funny I, I, I thought I was making money. Right. I was like, dang, like that's so good. I was just ecstatic about like, it. But I'm now a professional. Yes. Yeah. And, you and, remember uh, the $100 videos? Yep. Yep. Bro, I remember getting paid 200 bucks and feel like I was the boss. Yes. <laughs> like I just did that. Yeah. And then you're not thinking about the gas that it took. You're not taking the, the, the time. Hours, the, like, the time away from your family. The you know what I mean? Editing. The, yes. The everything. You don't think about those things. So right. uh, bring and me that's back. all work. Where were we at? Where were we going with that? Um, with the business? aspect oh so yeah so you're shooting everything you got the job yes and I did a boudoir for one of my girlfriends at the time and I just said hey I, I want to try this out will you do this and she said yeah absolutely and I this girl to me in my eyes she was beautiful 
she had three kids. And so of course she, you know, she has a mom body and, and it's okay to say that. Like, I think that we say that in such a negative fashion. It's like, you know, right. we get stretch marks or we get, and the only people that are looking at it are, are us. the women. Cause the men That's like, right. oh, that mom oh, body. That. <laughs> and let's talk about that on another podcast, yeah. please. Because yeah. I right. need perspective yeah. as well. I don't actually really need perspective anymore. Like I get it. I get yeah. it from doing it, but I, the I think a women, lot of women need perspective. Though. They I need that perspective. I, sh- I showed a picture to uh, my little brother. He's 19. Yeah. I was like, look at her. He was like, she's not my type. I was like, what you mean, bro? He was like, no, nah, she's not my type. I said, bro, she's looking like a steak. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so interesting to hear that. And that's, it's so true because we women will look at, and we a will, steak. we will literally. Like a steak today. Salivating. We will look at one part of our body and we'll just stay stuck on it. Right. right. And, and the very first and we don't even time. See it. No, I, the very first time I heard a man, he was older than me. He was about 15, 20 years older than me. I worked at AT&T at the time, uh, selling cell phones and he was an older gentleman. And he said, so he was talking about women in general, just like, and he said, man, you know, I don't know what's wrong with these youngsters, whatever. He said, I like me a little bit of stretch marks. Like I like yes. me a little bit. He was not telling me that you're a woman. And I was yes. like, okay, boy, like, damn. Okay. It just gave me a different a perspective. perspective of what you guys see as opposed to what we see. Yeah. And so I looked at her, I'm, I'm thinking that she's beautiful. I just really, I really believe that she was beautiful. Even with, I, I just, she's a beautiful woman Yeah. and she, her shoulders were up, they were high and, and she was like, okay, well, what are we doing? She was nervous. And I just said, here, you know, here, do this, try this. Let, let's, you know, let's kind of get and into And is this. this your first at the time? First, this is your first boudoir shoot. First ever. Yes. First ever. In your bedroom. It wasn't even my bedroom. It was a, it was a friend's bedroom. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, she had a, like a white bedroom with big windows. And I said, let's do that there. Let's just try it there and see what happens. Yeah. And I still have one of the pictures from that particular shoot that yeah. I look back and it's still, a, it's still a badass shot. Like I'm mm-hmm. still so proud of that shot. Yeah. yeah. But as we started to shoot, she talked to me and she grabbed her stomach and she was just like, Oh, please make sure that you cover, like cover this. You know, she grabbed her breast even. She was like, Oh, they're so zaggy They're You know, they're this or that. And I'm just like, this girl is crazy. She's so pretty and she doesn't see it. So I just kept coaching her. I kept talking to her and I, I kept reminding her and speaking affirmations of love. I mean, honestly, like what, yeah. you know, just, just positive things to her. And it was genuine. It wasn't, I, I was literally telling her what I saw. Right. And as the shoot progressed, I saw her shoulders go down and oh, I saw her wow. just kind of like relax. just relax. And she started to smile and her, she started and to she move her body. It, huh? She, yeah, her body language changed. The way she touched her hair changed. The way she touched her body changed. And she was then like walking around almost nude. Like what's next? Like, what do we do next? And I loved that. I loved that what she received. I love what she received from yeah. it. I loved it. I being loved that, watching being it. Being that vehicle from... Point A to point B. Yes. Total transformation within an hour, let's say. Yeah. That's powerful. Yes. I think that is something that I love about, and actually, like, if you don't mind me saying, like, that's probably, like, my favorite thing is the story behind the the shoot that I'm intrigued about. Yeah. Is because the first time that I was ever a part of one, like, um, she had, like, this traumatic story, and, like, this was the reason why she was doing it. Like, you know, she was trying to... If I'm not mistaken, it was something about her husband or ex-husband at the time, whatever. And um, like this was a statement for her. And like yeah. for me, like when when I first like, you know, the um, idea of boudoir shoots, like, you sexy know, it's just lingerie. Sexy, sexy lingerie. Yes. You never, I never expected to walk out of that shoot or that, um, you know, time frame thinking about the impact 
of what this meant to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, yeah. that is... I think that gets overlooked a lot. I, I believe 100% it does because I think that, you know, I've been torn up as a, you know, just I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, and I've had my own people beat me up because of what I do. You know, right. that, that I'm a stumbling block to men and that, you know, mm. I'm, and, and they have no idea the intention of what I do. And the, the impact. My art, the impact that it has, the stories that get told here right. are amazing. I mean, amazing. They are. They are. I, I've been around long enough amazing. to hear some of those. And just yes. Juanita's story, each, the one each we and every, just each, did. That's yes. individual powerful. Person. I mean, yeah, yes. they, they have, they all, they all in one way or another in varying degree, they all have their own like, you know, heart in it. Individual right. stories. I mean, yeah, and, and yeah. that I love. So just kind of bring that up, just back. So I want to kind of do really quick, just the be on the lookout for if it might even drop before this podcast drops. But okay, for instance, let's talk really quick. I'm going to bring back three different things right here. Manifestation. I bought a mic, this cheap mic. <laughs> okay, it's cheap. <laughs> I bought this mic before I knew either one of you guys. I bought it and I just knew somehow, some way that this, something like this was going to happen eventually. And it's happening right now. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so going back to that, you guys being here, some type of form of manifestation. So this, the story of how I met Dana, the story, how I met Chris, you know, Chris, Chris yeah. is working with me right now. Dana is we're we're building something right now. We're, we're thinking of ideas. And one of the ideas is just that the videos, uh, behind the scenes, if women will allow that vulnerability to to also be open to having somebody who really wants to uh, Capture their story. showcase that part yeah. of everything that you go through, we're going to be able to do that now. And I love that. So it, yeah, video is powerful. Video is powerful. So powerful. Yes. Because I, I like it because um, even, even like as I was walking up here, um, you guys know I said it. Um, I showed Juanita the one minute video that has no audio, mm-hmm. just the film. And she said that to be able to watch her experience like that, it she loved it. She loved it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think personally, I think she liked the shorter video better, better than the longer video. Yeah. And um, it just captures a moment in time. Yes. It, it really does. How you felt, what you were going yes. through. And so many and times. she can remember yes. that exact moment of when she was in that position yeah. of what she's saying. Because we, we talked about that a little bit when you asked her, you know, what, what the importance was for the video. And I know she was really trying to convey what that meant to her. But a picture is, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I'll get on my soapbox about a picture all day because sure. we're, we, we're losing our history through take pictures, delete, take pictures, delete. Yeah. Like, so the power of a print is. Something powerful. powerful. Yeah, totally. But then if you have a print and then a video to actually go to and say, this was that time, this was that moment and be able to play that back. Because I can show you so many different pictures. I can't necessarily tell you what I was thinking, what I was feeling, what what I was. You're take a picture of somebody, a girl hyperventilating, you know, (laughs) shaking. I mean, you know. So so they get to see the good that came out of it. They get to see the, oh, wow. Like that's what that conveyed to you. But we didn't, I don't get to showcase all of the anxiety the triumph over all of their emotions, what it took just to right. even walk through those doors. Right. I don't get to showcase and, and that video though, man, 
video does. Yes, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about what we're going to roll out. I'm excited about what may be to come. And don't get me wrong, there's women, and I, I told you this too, Dana, that uh, there's women that will come in here and they're just celebrating. They're, they just, they're, they look good. They're confident. They uh, Their body is tip top. They work out 10 days a week. <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're like, yes, they, yeah. they, and they just want to take pictures and, and celebrate who they are right now and yeah. what, you know, maybe a special occasion, what they're doing. Um, Even then to capture that celebration. Yes, it, but it's always a celebration. That's right. right. It's always a celebration in some form or another. And right. and the other ones, so the other stories, but I mean, I've heard, you, you have to understand that I've heard stories of um, sexual abuse. I've heard stories of shame, guilt, uh, growing up religion based where you weren't, you're told you can't look sexy. You can't wear that. You can't be that. You can't, right. you shouldn't do that. You definitely can't take a photo in it. Yo, no. Yeah. And then you better not show anybody if you right. do, you know, yeah. um, to divorce, to weight loss. There's, right. there's just so many different it's reasons. Just, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Just thinking about all that and just, it's just nuts. Yeah. But we manifested it because just to be honest, um, you are on my wall, Leah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I want to see a picture now. Yeah. Your uh, name is on my wall. It's not a picture. It's yeah. just your it. name. I've seen it. And um, I'll to it. I've had you in my mind for a long time. I've never wow. forgotten about you. I knew I had to get through some things. Yeah. And um, I'm obviously I'm excited that Chris called me on a random ass day. <laughs> yeah, you see? And brought yep. me here. See? And then from that, it kind of grew into coming back the next day, the next week, yeah. following week. And um, to right here. And here we are. To be on the podcast. Because honestly, I didn't want to be on your podcast. <laughs> he didn't want to be on the podcast. The so only reason was because I didn't want to try to make it mine. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to step on nobody's toes. No, no, and I get it. I like, get it. I think yeah, no, I'm too quick to take over. But you know, that's a gift. That's a gift. That's a gift like that you I, have. And I get it. I get it because there's times where. Even I have to, I think, shy away from certain things. You know, when, when Juanita was standing here and she was talking about, and this is a little reflection for me, and not in, a, not, a, not in a negative way, but when she was talking about how, yes, my presence made her comfortable and things, but then she said that she felt like she had this standard of who she, I, like, I remember that, I remember that. that like really kind of, yeah, I was when, like, when damn, she was, she like, was just like, yeah, you know, you know, Leah's like perfect in all these ways. And, oh, and just, oh okay, amazing. Man. And I have her on a pedestal almost. Yeah. Um, and that for me was like, wait a minute. Like that's definitely not what I'm trying to convey. And yet that's what, and it could be in our but, own insecurities. But that's where women. Yes. All right. But I have to, I have you to don't be. don't think about that because it's just who you are. But I want to be conscious of conscious it like so just like it. you were you were conscious of like hey yeah. i don't want to step on anybody's toes but it's something that you just do naturally you know right. it's just something and so no right. i love that yeah. well i think i was you know i i love the idea of the podcast and when chris brought it up i think it was definitely a uh it's one of those moments that it's like okay no i knew that i wanted to do this and now it's kind of like he's pushing the he's yeah, pushing first, the button first on like, it. yeah maybe we'll do it like next year i'm like no we need it now yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, yes but no i i i i love that I'm, you i'm glad we're doing it yes and i'm glad that you're here and that you're being a part of it and that you decided to say yes yeah, thanks, Steve. <laughs> thank you yeah yeah no problem man he thank said, you no, for I being gonna be on it. no <laughs> i did i did I was he like, said i'll no. stand behind the scenes yeah. I'll, I'll just watch you know i'll watch and judge i was like yeah you're gonna make me nervous he's like a podcast king i watched no, i watched your podcast so shout out to dana keith films and thank his you, youtube channel you. like um, hashtag no lucks given no podcast luck's yes given that, podcast. that whole i loved it. it was on business and i really received a lot from it i'm not I'll, I'll just be honest with you i that was my first podcast i ever listened to really 
Yes. Wow. What an honor. Yeah. That was my first podcast I ever, and I've had girlfriends that say, oh, I listen to podcasts all the time. And I'm, I do, I listen to YouTube stuff, like, you know, yeah. the videos that play, but I've never listened to like a live podcast ever. Right. So I got, I received a lot out of it. I thought it was really, really dope. And I loved the way that you kind of. And here you are now doing your now own. Now you're on a podcast yeah. the next wow. day. <laughs> the next day. Man, that's right. The very yeah. next day. Yeah. That's manifestation. A hundred percent. Man, I, I'm honored to be on the podcast. What you guys got? You guys got anything? We're hitting right about the hour mark. Yeah, I, I think, you know, just in, in summing this up. Um, Introduction to the studio. Yeah. Like that type of a all thing. All of this stuff is coming up. I think that's all things that, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get an agenda down of what it is that we want to speak about. And we definitely, when we, when we say between the sheets, I want to keep it authentic. I want to keep it real. I want to keep it. I, I want you guys to know that you talked about the grit, the dirt, the the, the blah, you know, Just that because real, that raw. what you see, what somebody might see in you may not be what you're feeling. You right. may not be those, you know, they, they don't know the steps that it took you to get there. I think Michelangelo said it at one point where he said, if people understood the work that it took to create what I've created, they, they, they wouldn't think it was so great. Right. You know, right. that's right. It's crazy. The behind the scenes stuff. And then what brother luck said on your podcast yesterday you guys podcast was oh my god that was mind-blowing for me when he said that basically entrepreneurship oh, the, is the greatest greatest um, freedom no no no, uh, he's, no he said it is the um the most stressful yes. freedom yes he said entrepreneurship is the most stressful freedom that you can have and i was like it's oh, <laughs> so right like yeah. that they don't people don't understand the grind they do not like, like understand. you can go do this yeah. But your business is suffering. Yeah. Well, and, and just not even when you decide, when yeah. you make a decision to do it, you really need to make a decision to do it because you are, I loved that you guys talked about sacrifice, the time away from your family, yeah. the hours spent that, that was so important to me. I think it's so important to, for somebody like Juanita me, and, and anybody that's like yeah. just coming up in their business game to understand like, this is going to happen. And it was one thing that I made very clear to her. This is going to happen. Yeah. You are going to lose time with your, your child. You are going to lose time with your daughter. You are going to spend hours not getting paid. Yeah. You know, I, and, and what that, what's the other quote that you will work more for yourself than you ever have for anybody else in your life. Right. More hours. You'll work more hours for yourself than you ever did for anybody else in your life. 100%. It's true. Yeah. Hundred percent. So those types of topics, no, I, and even deeper. That conversation, my bad. Chris. Well, I, I was going to say also, you know, for for everybody listening, if there's anything that you know sticks out at you guys, please go to the you know the page on like, Facebook. Like give page us suggestions. And uh, you know, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. However, it's going to drop. I don't yeah. take care of all that technical stuff. So well, yeah, well, you'll you'll have <laughs> options to get a hold of us on social media. Reach yeah. out to us on social and, and tell us what you're thinking and what you want to hear. And, and we'll, tell uh, us what you thought about this one. This yeah, was our first yeah, one. Totally. First podcast. No, but I think that last night, um, for me, um, it reassured me that I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. Because when they're talking about these things and I'm going through them and I have been going through them and it's like, it's literally what's on my plate. Yes. It's like, oh shit, okay. Now I know I'm at the right table. You yes. Know what I'm right. Yes. Right. So it's that, those humps and bumps. It's that roller coaster. And what happens, I believe, is that most of the time people are going up, 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 and they're on this excitement and then they hit this bump and then they just, they, many people will just go flat. That's it. That's, they're done. They, they're they, scared. They, they're, that fear. It's the fear. We will talk 